this NFL Week 7 Thursday Night Football Player Props edition of the PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers where you can win 100x. That's right. Turn $5 into 500 in one game. Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away 100000 Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus of up to $500. Roster brought to you by GameTime. Last-minute tickets, download the GameTime app, create an account, and use promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Roster brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting Research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And we're giving away $3,000 in our NFL Second Chance Survivor Contest presented by Corey Pinkston and Barking Dog Properties. Free to enter, just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. Welcome, everyone, to the PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Wednesday, October the 18th, currently 134 on the East Coast. Here to get into the Thursday night football game for week seven between the Jacksonville Jaguars visiting the New Orleans Saints. And joining me here to help me break down all those player props and touchdown prop bets Got the two hardest working men in the sports betting industry. First, it's my guy, Rod Via Gomez. Rod, what's going on, my brother? How you doing? I don't like football anymore. I give up. Uh, my 49ers <laughs> lose a game in, in the first time at 13. I don't want I, I, go avalanche. I'm all hockey now. Don't want football. But uh, I'll, I'll be here for you guys because, you know, I, I'm con- contractually obligated to, but hate football. Just hey, 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 hey. Maybe there's uh, you know some teams out there that would wish to be at five wins right now. Uh, <laughs> but hey, can't win them all. Can't win them all unless, unless you're the 72 Dolphins uh in the what was it? The I don't remember what year it was the Patriots that went undefeated, at least during the regular season. But uh, I think uh I think you would rather take the loss there uh rather than have a long-term injury to CMC. But they got some good news uh from CMC, just a minor injury for him, but also Got my guy here with me, Chris B. Cappin. Chris, what's going on, my man? How you doing? What's up, Rod? What's up, you know? Excited for the for, for another week of football, man. Last week was was pretty good uh, as far as uh, viewing. Um, we like Rod said had a couple upsets. We saw the Eagles lose their first game of the, of the season as well. So uh, and then there were none, no undefeated teams left. But we, uh, you know, it's probably good to kind of you know flush that, get it out the system. Um, you know, and co- correct things. We already see uh, the Eagles signing signing guys to to <laughs> on the practice squad. To you know, like 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 the season is in jeopardy already. So um, yeah, NFL is always fun times, man. It's the best drama you gonna find. It's better than all your sitcoms. So uh, excited to you know to be able to break this Thursday night game down. You know, and, and Rod, let's talk about it, man. I thought Chris would be a little more upbeat after his Commanders went into Atlanta and got the victory there, but I, I, I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I, would, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say so. You know, if I thought that was a winnable game, the only time I want to fade the the Commanders and don't have a play on them is when they're favorites of something like a touchdown, right? And we probably won't see that, of course. So, uh, yeah, was it a good win? Absolutely. Uh, three goal line stops of uh, of Atlanta's offense, uh, yeah. three separate times because we couldn't score to put the game away, and you never can count on the Commanders to be able to do something like that. It's almost like they flip to the favorite in the game. Uh, yeah. And, you know, then you don't want to bet on them. So, <laughs> but, but yeah, three stops in a row. Uh, it was good. It was good to see. And, you know, but nice bounce back after getting 
absolutely embarrassed, you know, with all capital letters against the Chicago Bears uh, last Thursday night. Yeah, good bounce back for the Commanders. I can say this, that uh, all of our teams here are at least 500 or better. The only team, obviously, the Niners. So, hey, our teams are rather doing uh, better than uh, projected, at least for the Commanders. And definitely my Texans, who CJ Stroud has looked really, really good for the Texans thus far this season. But, hey, we got Thursday night football, gentlemen. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars sitting at 4-2. and two. They're coming off of a th- uh, uh, thrashing of division rivals, the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, they're sitting at four and two atop of the AFC South division. And the Saints are treading water three and three. I know they've had a lot of guys coming in and out of the lineup, um, you know, with Alvin Kamara in the suspension. They get Jamal Williams back. I mean, he got activated off the IR, but not sure if he's exactly going to play in this game. Um, but, you know, Saints have looked okay, I guess, thus far this season. Um, we'll briefly discuss these two teams before we do get into our player props here. Rod, anything that's kind of stood out to you about this Jacksonville Jaguars team? Obviously, Travis Etienne uh, leading the entire NFL in touches thus far this season, but it seems like Doug Peterson is definitely putting his imprint uh, on this Jacksonville Jaguars team after what, you know, they may have gotten off to a slow start, but here they are sitting at 4-2 and uh, atop of the AFC South Division uh, heading into Week 7. I feel like it's a little bit of a letdown from what we were expecting, although four and two is still not a bad record. But I mean, you were expecting the Jaguars to kind of torch through the beginning of this schedule, right? It was it was sort of their division to own, but I don't feel like they're owning it as much as we expected them to. And now, you know, Travis or Travis, uh, Trevor Lawrence is is banged up. I know. I mean, I, I keep checking to make sure he's going and I just keep seeing uncertain uncertain if you guys saw anything else um obviously the books have nothing on trevor lawrence right now because they don't know uh what to do either so um it's kind of frustrating from a prop standpoint because if he's in it sort of changes the complexion of the of the offense for for uh jacksonville so it's kind of like i want to know if he's in or not because then i can pretty much build a better card so um it's gonna be tough i mean I, i found some stuff that i like even without him uh, but again, if he's in, it, it changes things a lot. Yeah, it seems to be the indication um, has been that he um, will play in this game. Um, I know, I think I saw either on Monday or Tuesday that their backup, CJ Beathard, uh, was taking the uh, first team reps. But I think uh, when media talked to Trevor Lawrence, he said that I guess he said he feels good or he's he's trending towards playing, but I do see props out for Trevor Lawrence. So I don't know if the indication that he is going to be playing. I don't know if Chris has seen anything different about the status of Trevor Lawrence. Did you guys get him? Yeah, so so I, I've heard the same thing, you know, that he is kind of trending in that direction. Um, of course they wanna <clears throat> they wanna see what happens tomorrow, and that's one of the downfalls for us of course of doing a show we give out these props that we absolutely love so if you're watching you know maybe you take everything we say with a you know with a grain of salt just until you get that confirmation news because somebody of trevor lawrence's caliber will you know kind of dictate some of these lines and move some of them of course just going back to Raj's point um so yeah i think and then as far as what you what, what you asked uh rob you know if, um you know this, to me, the Saints are, you know, what they always are. They're a really good defensive team trying to integrate uh, Derek Carr coming over from Las Vegas, uh, you know, on the Raiders. And we haven't seen them, in my estimation, be complete yet because we had the suspension of Alvin Kamara as well, right? So until yeah. – and he's a big part, a humongous part of that offense. Um, I actually want to talk about him and got him in a prop. Um, so I'll talk about him a little bit more. But 
as far as Jacksonville, like Ryan said, they they got off to that horrendous start to the season. They did go, um, you know, to London, and that's when things kind of kind of clicked for them when they were able to get the win uh, against Atlanta a couple weeks ago, uh, in a in a really good bounce back spot. But they, I think, who who did they lose to early? Was it the Colts? Like they or was it not the Colts? They lost to the somebody. Saints. That, the Saints. Okay. I know they, lost oh, I'm sorry. You're you're asking who the Saints lost to? No, no, no. Who did the, the who did the Jacksonville Jacksonville lose to at the beginning of the season? So, I think they did. They, um, they lost to Kansas. They lost City. to my Texans. Come on, they lost to Kansas Chris, City. Yeah, that's who it was. That's <laughs> who it was. I know. You know. Remember that one? I rattled that one off top. But yeah, because they because they lost. You know, two two winnable games. Well, I wouldn't say winnable games, but they were predicted to do, do much better against Kansas City, and it really was that offense. I think they only scored like nine points against against uh, against Kansas City, that 17-9 yeah. loss, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then you, you they kind of pick it up, right? We saw we saw them, you know, just be able to kind of move the ball a little bit better. Uh, Calvin Ridley played really, really good uh, in the London game a couple weeks ago, and it feels like Trevor Lawrence has kind of gotten his offense, uh, you know, to do what they're supposed to do. Defensively, they've been absolutely spectacular, very, very solid, making teams – very one-dimensional. So, um, yeah, they, they are off to the slow start, like Ross said, but they are kind of trending in the right direction, especially if they can stay healthy and get Trevor Lawrence to be a part of this game. Um, as far as the Lawrence news as well, I think the spread kind of indicates that he's going to play because yeah. they opened his three-point dogs, and now I see that line all the way down to one. So I think I think we, we should get Trevor Lawrence. At least that's what people betting on. Yeah, the line was three earlier uh, in the week. Uh, I want to say Monday, even like on on Tuesday, uh, but it's starting to move towards the Jaguars side, um, thinking that Trevor Lawrence does end up playing in this game. So definitely uh, keep your eye out for Trevor Lawrence. All right, gentlemen, before we get into our player props uh, for the Thursday night football game, let me tell everyone about the second chance survivor contest uh, happening on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network and also the NFL Gambling Podcast Review Contest. So first, the Second Chance Survivor Contest. If you've already been knocked out of your NFL Survivor, don't worry. We at SGPN got you covered with the uh, SGPN Second Chance Survivor presented by Corey Pinkston and Barking Dog Properties. 3000 up for grabs. Winner takes all. Starts this weekend, so sign up now sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. Again, that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. Also, the NFL Gambling Podcast guys are doing a uh, review contest. Leave an Apple Podcast review with your favorite touchdown-related bet for the weekend. Biggest winner gets a $50 SGPN gift card. Make sure to include your YouTube username in the review so we can contact you. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. Underdog has just announced Scorchers. Go 5 for 5 and pick them Scorchers and enjoy a spicy 100x payout. And for a limited time, Underdog is extending the first deposit bonus of up to $500. 100,000 Sundays continues on Underdog Fantasy. 10 lucky players will win 10,000 each. Stay tuned at the end of the episode. We'll put together a Thursday night football um, entry over on Underdog. And when you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. Again, that's Underdog Fantasy using promo code SGPN. All right, gentlemen, let's get into our Thursday night football player props between the Jacksonville Jaguars and the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Chris, why don't you lead us off, my friend? So since we don't have all the numbers available, it's the first time I'm going to do this. But uh, I, I'm looking – when I think about quarterback, which is typically where we all kind of go to, um, we were abysmal last week. Shout out to, to Russell Wilson and all of what, all the money that he lost us. But 
Uh, I'm looking at Derek Carr. We don't have a, I don't have a number yet, but I'm giving this out to the viewers because I will absolutely be taking this. I want us to pass attempts over. I don't care what okay. the number is. Like it'll probably be 32 and a half, 33 and a half. And I'm fine with whatever that number is. And, you know, probably won't be too juiced. Probably comes out around minus 110, minus 115. So whatever that number is, I'm taking it as soon as it's available. If you guys can find it, I couldn't find it anywhere. Um, you just look at it. You look at Jacksonville. This team is so stout defensively. I'm talking about really, really def- good defensively against the rush. So teams are passing. Half, by the way. Sorry. 31 and a half. What, what, what yes, book sir. is that, Mina? Uh DK. Oh, absolutely. Thank you, God. Yes. Okay. That that's a gift. All right. So so now that we know that that's a gift, uh, and I and I'll be on that. So Derek Carr over 31 and a half uh passing attempts. Um, this team teams are passing the ball at extreme high volume against Jacksonville because their rush defense is so good. 39 attempts per game is the second, which is the second most in the league, is what teams are what, what they're forcing teams to do um against the Jacksonville defense. And opponents are passing the ball 66% of the time, which is the third most. And the Saints, you look at them, they're already passing the ball 37 times per game. Um, you look at Derek Carr specifically, he has attempts of 50, 37, 36, and 33 attempts this season as well. And I think that they really slow down this rushing game. Uh, so give me Derek Carr. I thought the number would be a tad bit higher. You know, they, you just sent some some uh, you know sweet sweet music to my ears. Give me Derek Carr to go over his 31 and a half pass attempts here. Yeah, I can't argue against it. I mean, look, I think for this, when we talk about this um, New Orleans Saints team, you brought in Derek Carr for a reason, right? To throw the football and the weapons that they do have, whether it's even in the backfield or even at their wide receiving group. Talk about guys like Chris Olave, uh, Michael Thomas. You know, he's I think he's still trying to find his stride after, um, you know, missing some time with the injuries and things like that. But also you have pass catching running backs, obviously Alan Kamara at the top of that uh, conversation for this New Orleans Saints offense. And again, um, in a game where it does have a low total, I I feel like I agree with you that this pass attempts number is uh, a bit low here at 31 and a half currently on DraftKings, uh, which leads me right into my uh, player prop here, Chris. I took uh, Derek Carr to throw an interception in this game. That one I got at plus 105, um, and I was at minus 105, but I still like it at that number. Check a look at this Jacksonville Jaguars uh, defense. They've intercepted every quarterback they've played this season, except uh, for Texans uh, quarterback C.J. Stroud, who no got off to an incredible start, making great decisions and just getting the ball out uh, very quickly. But this secondary, and not only the just the overall defense, they're ball hawks, man. That they'll go out and they'll find the football, they'll intercept it, and it shows up in the stat box uh, through the first six weeks of the regular season here. So. We know Derek Carr, he's prone to throwing those interceptions and kind of leads into what you just mentioned, Chris, that if you expect him to throw a, um, a lot in this game, well over 31 and a half pass attempts, you know, one of those can be to the opposing team. And especially at this low of a number at plus 105 or at minus 105, definitely shop around, try to find that plus price. Uh, I like Derek Carr to throw an interception in this game against the Jacksonville Jaguars here, Rod. You uh, you took mine. That was exactly the one that I was going with. Derek Carr over uh, a half an interception. I almost wanted to just I wanted to take the under on this one because I didn't necessarily think because he's only really he's only he's thrown three interceptions this season, which is not bad for a Derek. But he did throw one last week against the Texas uh, Texans. Rather, he threw two to start the season off. And and really, once I started digging into, like you said, the Jacksonville defensive numbers, they really have picked off. They have six interceptions this season. Uh, as yeah. a team, which yeah. is fantastic. So um, you're right. They've picked off everybody that they've faced and and done it uh, very impressively. So, uh, yeah, I mean, this is this is a situation where 
with uh, especially if Trevor Lawrence is in but ineffective or whatever. I mean, we may see a little more of the Saints offense, which, of course, leads it to to uh, mistakes and, and interceptions and the like. So, yeah, I definitely like this. I found it also at minus 105. So I think that's a, a great number for it. I think it's a again, poor Derek Carr. I love him to death, but I, this this Jaguars defense is way too stingy. Uh, against quarterbacks. So get, yeah, give me over a half an interception as well. Uh, all right. So that's round one player props. That was pretty simple. Uh, Rod, lead us off with round two. Uh, all right. Well, then I'm going to take uh, Alvin Kamara. And look, there's a, a nice little stat that you can find and dig into a, a prop that is the race to 20 yards rushing. I'm going to have him winning that race. I know that you had said something, uh, Chris, about. Uh, the the Jacksonville defense being stingy and they absolutely are. I mean, they are balls against the run. They're they're lights out. Seventy five point three per game that they're allowing to opposing running or well, the running team. That doesn't necessarily just mean running backs, but uh, runners in general. Um, and really, they're allowing fifty six point eight three yards to the running back position. Very tough to get twenty yards against this team. But this is Alvin Kamara, right? If and he doesn't share the backfield really with anybody. Right now, at this point, he is the man. I know they got Jamal Williams back too, but he's still the man on this team. They may sprinkle him in a little bit, but I, I think to start the game, it's going to be Kamara that starts this game. I think they're going to try to get Kamara going, right? Whether it's passing or rushing, but um, I still feel like there's a better opportunity for him to get it. And on the first drive, I feel like they're going to try to start him out. But you look at, at Jacksonville, and yes, Travis Etienne is definitely leading the league in touches. That's fine. But he's also splitting carries too, especially on this first drive with Tank Bigsby. Like, I mean, you look at the drive logs and it's like, you know, Trevor Lawrence uh, pass incomplete or whatever. And then Travis Etienne for three yards and then Tank Bigsby. And you're like, where the hell did that come from? Why did they switch him out on this down? Right. And you see Tank's name more than once in these drive logs uh, when you're when you're looking at it. So, you know, for Travis Etienne, yeah, he can get it done, but he's got a split time. Whereas I think Alvin Kamara may get the, the bulk of the first carries. They'll probably sprinkle in Williams, uh, uh, you know, here and there, but I don't think they're going to try to rush him back, especially with Kamara in there now. So um, yeah, I, I definitely like Alvin Kamara to win the race to 20 yards. That's at plus 190 over on DraftKings. Yeah, I'm not even sure if Jamal Williams actually plays in this game because it is a short week. So maybe they want to hold him out and give him that extra rest as well. Maybe he's back at practice, but I think that again, for Alvin Kamara, it's just going to be that he's going to get the bulk of the of the shares. Right now, we talked about uh, Travis Etienne at the top of the show, um, how he's leading the league in, in touches as well. But um, I feel like this might be an Alvin Kamara game as well. And I do have a player prop on him here as well. But Chris, thoughts on, uh, on this prop here from Rod? Uh, yeah, I like it. I like uh, the reason why. So an, another big thing is um, Derek Carr's health, right? So they probably will rely on the run just to Maybe a tad bit more. I just think it's going to be a dogfight of a game. I think it's going to be absolutely, you know, low-scoring game. Um, yeah. And the, the 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 other point to that is the Saints actually have a really good run-stopping defense as well. So I think that'll mm-hmm. slow down. I don't think Rob mentioned that point, but they their rush defense is really really good. So I'm not on any overprops for, uh, you know, Etn in this spot. So yeah, I would I would agree with that. But I'll segue, you know, really quickly. Yeah. I know ahead. you do as well. I don't think that Alvin Kamara gets to his rush prop. So I did take the under. I'm, I'm, these have been like gold to me. So I'm, I'm going to keep playing the under on these on these uh, running backs in these primetime, uh, you know, matchup spots against these really primetime defenses. 
so you look at Kamara, he he's he gets the line share of the of the workload. We talked about that already. It's back to back games where he's going over over this number, sixty eight rushing yards last week against Houston, against your Houston yep. Texans. You know, eighty um two weeks ago against New Orleans against uh New England when they beat him thirty four to zero. Uh, probably New England probably doesn't want to talk about that one. Jacksonville, I talked about it. Stout defense against the run. Opponents are rushing just 34% of the time, which is the fourth fewest. Averaging just giving up just 3.6 yards per carry, which is the seventh fewest. And they're allowing what Rod said, 75 yards per game uh, to the running back position combined, which is the third fewest as well. You look at New Orleans, this is another. This is a big reason why you got to check the injury report as well. They have three offensive linemen who didn't participate in practice Monday or Tuesday. And tight end as well, right? Johnson didn't participate uh, yeah. at all either. You look at the Jags, they've allowed just two running backs um, of the 15 that they faced all together to run for more than 50 yards this season. Um, you know, fresh off holding Zach Moss and Jonathan Taylor to combine 40 yards on 15 carries. So give me, I know people don't like to take these low numbers, but I think they're absolutely gold. Give me Alvin Kamara to go under his 54 and a half rush yards. That's a minus 115 over on Bet MGM. Yeah. I mean, I can't argue against them. I mean, you guys made some great points there uh, about the run defensive, especially against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Again, uh, frankly, both of these teams uh, have great run defenses uh, to, to, you know, to say the least. And I went the other way with Alan Kamara. I took the over on his receiving yards, 29 and a half, because you take a look at what the um, defenses have done on the ground. Like you guys just made a case for the Jacksonville Jaguars, but they've been giving it up through the air, at least uh, to the opposing uh, running backs uh, thus far this season. I'm trying to pull up the numbers here, but on average uh, teams are, or I will say opposing running backs are averaging six and a half receptions per game against the Jacksonville Jaguars, which leading to about 41 receiving yards per game. Uh, last week we saw Jonathan Taylor and both Zach Moss get over their receptions and their receiving yards. Go back against the Bills. I know James Cook only had three receptions of 25 yards, but um, Texans, you know, um, Damian Pierce was one yard away from getting over that projection of 29 and a half. Uh, week two, they gave up 41 receiving yards to the Chiefs uh, running backs, and then week one, 32 to the Colts as well. So a lot of those teams that I just mentioned there are running back by committee, uh, but you guys just mentioned that Jamal Williams probably not going to play in this game. If he does, it'll be a limited basis. We we're expecting Alvin Kamara to get most of the touches here. So whether you want to go with the receptions or if you want to go with the uh, over on his receiving yards, I play that 29 and a half. Um, trying to see if the receptions props are out yet. Uh, Alvin Kamara is not out yet, but again, his receiving yards is at 29 and a half for this game. So I will be taking that over uh, for Alvin Kamara there. Uh, all right, guys, before we get over to round three of our player props, uh, let me tell everyone about game time. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hype. Stop getting hype for the fun you're going to have. Um, their app is so easy to use. They have some great um Features on there, flash deals and last minute tickets, like I mentioned, easy to find and buy tickets for every type of event in your area. It doesn't just have to be a sporting event, but if you want to get out to a comedy show, a theater that's in your area, they have those tickets as well. But the best part I love about their app, you get the image of your seat view before you actually purchase a ticket. So you're not going to be surprised with any obstructions or, uh, you know, any surprises. Like I mentioned, when you actually get to the venue, you're going to uh, know exactly what you're going to see once you do get to the venue. Their lowest price are guaranteed. Event cancellation production as well. Um, again, get images of your seat before you buy them so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. You can buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps and you're all set to go. 
Tickets go directly to your phone. You don't have to hassle going through your email box or wait for them in the mailbox. Nope. They're directly right there on the app. Two taps and you're all set to go. So all you got to do, download the GameTime app, create an account, and use promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download game time today. Last-minute last tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And we're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter with this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with circle stats and data. Enter any parlay idea to Hall of Fame Bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. So are all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, gentlemen, let's get into round three of our player props here. We're two for two on which players we're backing here. Let's try to make it a three for three. Uh, Rod, lead us off. What do you got, my man? You know I'm going to spoil the party. You, you know that nobody <laughs> else is on this. Uh, I'm going to give you a Foye Aluakin, and uh, I'm going to get his tackle totals. Uh, that's 10 and a half right now. I'm going to take the over on that one at minus 105. Uh, look, Aluakin has two games or three games rather over this mark. This season, last week, he had 15 tackles against the Colts. Uh, He had 14 tackles against the Texans, 13 against the Colts earlier in the season. He is a tackling monster. That linebacker is going to be, he's part of that Jacksonville defense that is stopping this run, right? And we know that Kamara uh, is is going to try to run the ball. We know that if he's in, Williams is going to try to run the ball. So he's going to be in on a lot of those plays. And even we talk about, too, with Derek Carr, I know he's in there to throw the ball around a lot. And I know that he does throw the ball around a lot, but he doesn't throw it very far when he throws it. He's averaging only six and a half yards per throw this season altogether. That is almost that's in the bottom 10 of the league right now as far as uh, quarterbacks and how far they he's not stretching the ball at all right now. And correct me if I'm wrong, but Olave was on the injury report. I know he's a limited practice, but yep. um, I don't know if what that turf really, toe, turf yeah, toe, right? Turf toe. That and that—that's one of those things where it could be fine and then it could not. So, like you don't know. So he's not pushing the ball down the field, which means that's right in that prime zone for a guy like Aluakin to be able to be around the ball and make those tackles. And obviously, he's the one making those tackles. He's leading the team right now in total tackles as far as uh, what you're going. So I know ten and a half is a high total. But with a guy that's always around the ball, that's going to be around the ball, especially if the ball's still around the line of scrimmage, like it's probably going to be all game long. Uh, yeah, I, I like his to- his total tackles over 10 and a half. Like I said, you can get this at uh, minus 105, pretty much anywhere where they're offering the defensive stats. I found that number to be pretty consistent. So uh, Foye Aluakin over 10 and a half tackles at minus 105. Guys, you got any on that? I think like the point that you made there, Rod, about his air yards only being about six and a half per attempt. I think that speaks volumes because we've seen Derek Carr air it out uh, when he was with the Las Vegas Raiders slash Oakland Raiders, whatever you want to call them. But um, I know Chris Olave is supposed to be that downfield threat for this team. I know they've had some flashes of Rashid Shahid uh, getting down the field as well, but it's been a lot of dinking and dunking for the Saints offense, and they don't, they, they're not, we're used to seeing them when the, in the Drew Brees area automatically putting up four touchdowns per game, 
right? But that's just not the case anymore. And this team has trended towards the under um, ever since, you know, Drew Brees retired. So I think it just speaks volume that, hey, those defensive guys are going to be able to make tackles uh, when it comes to, you know, this Saints offense. So, yeah, I'm agreeing with you uh, on this play here. Um, Chris, any thoughts on this? Yeah, first and foremost, Ross stole my prop. He thought nobody was going to be on it. Just kidding. No, no way, no way. <laughs> just, just, just kidding. He didn't steal my prop. But I, I like it, Rob, from the standpoint of if you think we have, if we think we have the game script, then we we bet with what we know. And I do think it's going to be a slugfest of a game. This is going to be a, a game where we see a bunch of carries, a bunch of pass attempts, but not a lot of points. Right? These defenses get down to the goal line, and teams are going to struggle to be able to score. So I do think that. Um, you know, maybe somebody else on the team can also get this many tackles as well because there'll there'll be plenty of opportunities. So I like I like this one as well, right? Uh, Chris, take us to your third player prop, man. What do you got? So I got I actually went kicker this week and took Brandon McManus uh, over one and a half field goals uh, minus one fourteen. <clears throat> pretty much widely available in a lot of different books. Definitely make sure you shopping around get the best number. But you look at this, uh, we we kind of talked about it, right? And and I think I, I feel like I have the script for the game. Saints are. Um, slowing down opponents in the red zone. Opponents' red zone scoring percentage is just forty-seven percent, which ranks which ranks eighth. They're not giving up a lot of touchdown touchdowns. We know that the Saints, even on a short week, that doesn't necessarily mean short weeks are worse for the offense. Last week, we actually went out on a limb and thought we were going to back Russell Wilson on a short week, and I think he might have had twenty-one passing yards at halftime, and that was completely over with, right? So I do think that both teams will be able to move the ball, but I think it'll be a, it'll be, it'll be a slugfest of a game. Um, you know, total in this one, open at 42 and a half, is down to 40 already. Uh, and I think it's going to be a field goal kicking game. You look at McMinnis himself, he's had three games where he's kicked at least three field goals uh, this season. And um, he's two for three from 50. They'll be in a dome, so no, no, no impact of the weather at all. Um, and then two of the last three weeks for Jacksonville, because he is the Jacksonville kicker for people who don't know, two of the last three weeks for Jacksonville, since they've been able to kind of elevate their offense and look like, uh, you know, not a shell of themselves, he's he's gone over this number as well. So give me Brandon McManus to go over his one and a half uh, field goal, field goal, field goals made prop here. Uh, you went with the uh, Jaguars kicker. I went the other way with the Saints kicker. I took the over one and a half on him. So uh, Blake Group Groupy. I don't know how to say his last name. I don't want to. I don't want to butcher it. But it's Groupy. Um, groupy. All right. Um, you mentioned it, Chris. Is that you're in a controlled environment here? You're in a dome. Whether it's not a factor. And again, when we talk about a total total being this low, um, points are going to be at a premium. So if the opportunity prevents pre- presents itself for these coaches to take those points, they're going to do it, right? And also the spread is indicative of where we are right now with this with with this game, um, right down to minus one. I know a lot of that has to do with the injury news about Trevor Lawrence, if he's going to play in this game or not. But uh, I, I think that this is going to be a game where we do see a field goal is being kicked. Um, and you take a just look at, uh, you know, what Blake Groupie has been able to do uh, this season thus far for the um, – New Orleans Saints offense. Uh, five games played. He's 10 of 13 as far as field goals go. Um, he's had uh, at least two field goals made in four out of the five games thus far uh, this season for the New Orleans Saints offense. So it seems like Dennis Allen, when the opportunity presents itself, he's taking the points. So at over one and a half and minus 105, I'll definitely be on uh, Blake Groupie to get over uh, or at least two field goals made in this game. Not including extra points. So yeah, definitely uh, agreement there about these kickers um, 
you know, take it or, you know, making the field goals. And also these coaches taking the points where they can, especially with the total being so low. Rod, any thoughts? You know, I love me some good kicker props uh, to back Chris up. Yeah, the Saints have allowed uh, four, 13 field goals to be made on 14 altogether. Five against the Titans, three against the Panthers, two against the Bucks, two last week's against the Titans. Uh, it'll be a little tougher for Groupie to get it done. But I think, again, it can be Colts did it uh, against them last week and the Texans did it against them when they faced them. So, yeah, I mean, again, it, especially depending on on the health of Trevor and, and all that other stuff, too, it's just. There's a lot of up in the airs. And and listen, it's a Thursday night game. We know Thursday night games yeah. can get ugly quick. So uh, I like any kicking props on Thursday nights. All right, gentlemen, let's get over to touchdown props here. I know we expect this to be a low scoring game, but I think that maybe, you know, we'll get maybe a couple touchdowns from each team here. But uh, Chris, you want to leave us off with your touchdown prop bets? Yeah, I really don't want to give out any because the scoring is so low and we might just see this game go 12 9 or something like that. You know? <laughs> but, and, and we both cash out, you know, our field goal props. Um, but uh, if I had to take a flyer, I am taking it on. I, I want plus money. I don't want, you know, the, the Alvin Kamara who is pl- plus just 135. I want, you know, to go all out. So give me Evan Ingram in this spot. I, I like the spot for Evan Ingram. I think tight ends will be utilized a, a lot in this game. Um, we've seen. Uh, you know, tight ends just kind of attack this defense as well, just a tad bit. But uh, at plus three ten, three to one, um, I like Evan Ingram. I think the the, sh- the target shares will be there for him, and uh, they get down to the goal line and don't kick a field goal, then it might be him that kind of you know g- gets in the end zone. So I like Evan Ingram more probably than anybody else here. What do you guys think? Uh, I think there was opportunities for him. I was mistaken last week. There were some opportunities for him uh, to get into the end zone but yeah i think that I, for whatever reason all across the network we're just high on all tight ends to score touchdowns uh, wherever the case might be so i mean yeah this might just be the week where he does find the end zone uh, uh you know for uh, uh for the jacksonville jaguars there uh rod take us over to your player props my friend or sorry your uh your touchdown props so I'm I'm of the same uh, persuasion as Chris. Like I don't want to give out the the chalk because again, if you're going to dig a little deeper into the books, you might as well dig a little deeper for these touchdowns. Uh, I don't think touchdowns are going to be as conventional in this game as uh, as they usually are. So uh, give me Rashid Shahid. You talked about him a little bit ago. His anytime number is at plus three twenty. It's intriguing to me. Uh, he did get into the end zone last week, which is kind of why uh, you know recency bias in the in the heads of quarterbacks uh, are, are, are a good thing. And for Derek Carr, he needs somebody to rely on and keep an eye on Olave, right? Turf toe. You could say he's going this week, but he could absolutely be ineffective uh, on this this game at all, right? So uh, that puts Raheed Shahid dead in the uh, crosshairs of of Derek Carr, and. Chris talked about the rushing defense for the Jaguars. Absolutely stingy. No running back this season has scored a touchdown against them. If you can believe that, none. They have not allowed a rushing touchdown to a, a running back at all this season, which I'm, I'm sorry. I take that back. There was one that the Texans. Oh, two. Boy, I got my stats all wrong, don't I? The two, only two, though. That's still a pretty damn impressive number. Uh, Damian Pierce scored one. I was looking at a completely different page. Sorry, guys. Bye. I've had to replace brakes and, and batteries this week. I'm all over the place, but uh, Zach Moss and Damian Pierce, but still only two out of five uh, have, have done it before. So it's definitely a hard task to be done against them. Whereas receivers have been able to do it every single game, at least score one touchdown two in the case of the bills. So they're giving them up through the air. And if Olave's hurt, 
That means that Rashid Saheed is the next guy up. He's the one that could probably get uh, into the end zone if one of those receivers do. So like I said, plus 320 is a good price to, to take it as uh, anytime touchdown. So give me that. Yeah, I, I had him on my list here, uh, there as well. Uh, Rod, do you see a number on Taysom Hill there in front of you? Have it on on what? Uh, for Taysom Hill to score a touchdown, anytime touchdown for Taysom Hill. You know what? I did, as a matter of fact. I almost took plus it. Plus 310 is what I see, right? Plus 310 on DraftKings is the best number. I see a plus 285. It's a 245s around as well, you know? Yeah, yeah I think when, when we talk about this game, especially with the total solo, and we're all expecting this to be a lower scoring game. Um, creativity may have to come into play here. I think maybe not Dallas, that, that Dennis Allen's strong suit as far as uh, uh, creativity goes, not like Doug Peterson. Uh, but I think there's an opportunity here for Taysom Hill, whether it's going to, you know, be out of the shotgun or whether it's going to be, you know, him catching the football uh, out of the backfield or the case might be. I think there's an opportunity for him. To, to get his first touchdown uh, this week of the regular season. So I had Rashid Shahida as well with you, Rod. I like that. I'll throw a Taysom Hill there as well. And, a little tush-push, um, you know. Yeah, tush-push, my man. I mean, you're right, especially with a guy like <laughs> Taysom Hill. Uh, that's definitely in the realm of possibilities uh, for sure. Uh, also, I, I, I have to go a little chalky, but I just think that this guy just finds a way. Uh, Christian Kirk, I think he's a, he's he's the he's a downfield threat for this Jacksonville Jaguars team. I mean, I know it, it's at least a little bit chalky, but um, I think that this is a, a definitely a possibility for him to find the end zone in this game uh, in the dome uh, in New Orleans. So speaking of New Orleans, I don't know if you guys have been to a game out there. Me and my buddy, we went to New Orleans. This was probably maybe four or five years ago. I think this is obviously when Drew Brees was still in the league, and this is when Antonio Brown. Uh, was still on the Steelers. Uh, we had taken a short trip out to New Orleans, and we checked the schedule. And he said, "Hey, man, why don't we why don't we go out to that uh, Saints game?" The funny part, just a short story out here. We're staying uh, at, at a hotel that was maybe five or six blocks away from then the Superdome. Uh, we're at the hotel. We're checking in, and my back is towards like the the, the main hall. My buddy's like standing like parallel. And he looks over his shoulder, and lo and behold, he sees Tony Romo walking across, uh, walking across the 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 entrance, and he's headed towards the, uh, or he stopped to talk to someone, and headed towards the elevators. Um, and then we had gotten all checked in, and I, I'm not that type of guy that likes approaching, you know, like celebrities, whether they're out in public or whatever. So uh, we're going into, he, we saw him enter the elevator. And I was like, let's just wait. We'll just catch the next one. But he holds open the door. He's like, hey, come on in, guys. You know, I'm going up. You guys are going up. Well, obviously, we're going up. So, uh, but he had a whole bunch of stacks in his hand. And he was like, yeah, I'm calling the game. We had like a very brief conversation in the elevator right there. Uh, but yeah, he's like, yeah I'm, yeah, I'm calling the game tomorrow. But if you if you, if you talk about quarterbacks uh, in this league, you expect guys like, you know, like broad shoulders and and like big guys. But Tony Romo. I mean, he's a skinny. He's a, he was a skinny looking guy. I mean, I mean, I, I'm not the tallest guy in the room, but like, you know, I didn't have to really look up to him that much uh, for for uh, to talk to Tony Romo. But he was a super nice guy. Just a little story that I, you know, talking about the New Orleans Saints in New Orleans. But that, yeah, that was like my. I think that's my only interaction I've had with like a sports athlete like ever. I mean, I've seen a lot, you know, you know, throughout my time, but I haven't had like actual conversation, you know, with uh, with like with with a celebrity or as at least an athlete. But a little story there for you about Tony Romo. 
Love it. Love it. Well, that's like NASCAR drivers. Nice. Like they're all, they're all short, just like me. Yeah. I'm standing next to these guys and I'm like, wait a second. How I, what? Like you should be like, five, you know, six feet tall, but you're, you're five, three, like me, I, I guess that makes it for a better uh, driving style and you're closer to the ground. Yeah. That's that's funny. Uh, all right, gentlemen, let's uh, wrap it up with best bets for this Thursday night football game between the Jags and the saints. Rod, why don't you leave yourself my man? Go ahead and give me my uh, Aluakin over 10 and a half tackles as my best bet. Like I said, this is going to be a game where I think he's going to be around the ball quite a bit, whether it's through uh, tackling Kamara or Williams if he's in or just tackling whatever receiver happens to get the ball or tight end happens to get the ball around the line of scrimmage. I, I think he's going to be a, a big part of that defense as he always is. And uh, 10 and a half total tackles. I think he crushes that by the end of the game. Love it. Uh, Chris, best bet. Give me a look and over his tackles as well. No, just kidding. That's Ross, bro. Give me Derek Carr. I, I'm, I'm happy you found the number, you know, because I couldn't find it. Um, but over 31 and a half pass attempts, you just go back. And this is the one thing that I didn't say. Week one against the Panthers, 38 pass attempts against this defense. Uh, week two. Hold on. No, this is not. This is not correct. Give me one second so I can give you guys some some more accurate numbers. I'm telling um, you, our, our tabs Derek are Hart. like a life open all yeah. over, and we right, don't know yeah. which one's playing music. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. So, all right. So, here, here are the numbers. Week one against this Jacksonville de- defense, 39 pass attempts. Week two, 41. Week three against your, your Texans, you know, there was a 30 in there. And week week four as well, uh, 31. But 40 and 55 in the last two weeks. So, teams are getting behind. Jacksonville's de- offense is starting to click a little bit and get it together. Mm. I do think that their car easily goes over this numbers, which is why it's a little juiced at minus 120. But if this goes up to 32 and a half, I'm probably going to be there as well. So give me their car to go over his 31 and a half pass attempts uh, on Thursday night football tomorrow. Love it, man. Love it. Uh, yeah. Like you mentioned, this offense is starting to click here for the, um, the Jacksonville Jaguars. And again, if they do get behind 10 to three, 13, three, something like that, they're going to have to end up throwing the football. And also, and also if they're behind in the fourth quarter, uh, you expect these uh, the pass attempts to be there. And again, we talked about how great these rush defenses are, at least well above league average. So I think that you maybe see more passing uh, from both of these teams um, than running in, in this game. Um, for my best bet, I'm going to go with Alvin Kamara. The number's up to 31 and a half, but I can definitely shop around to see a 30 and a half out there as well. Um, but again, I think this is an opportunity that, you know, Kamara... Number one gets the targets. He gets the receptions as well. Um, asking him to get 29 and a half when, again, uh, he's done it um, against that. The first game he came back, which was very, I think it was hilarious where we saw he had 13 receptions for 33 yards. I think that has to be some type of record or, or, or you know, something in that neighborhood. But um, he did it last week against my Texans. He had eight targets, seven receptions, 36 yards. So it's not a big number. We're asking Alvin Kamara to do here uh, more than capable of doing it. We see him do, uh, do it all throughout his career. So best bet for me, Alvin Kamara, I'll give it out at 31 and a half. That is a consensus number right now. Don't want to give out a stale number that's not available. So 31 and a half, but again, definitely do shop around, find the best number uh, on all of our props that we do give out here on the prop cast. Gentlemen, that is going to do it for this week. Thursday night football week seven between the Jacksonville Jaguars and the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Chris, any parting thoughts before we get out of here? Nah, man. I hope people enjoy the game. I hope it's a good one as well. I need a low scoring slug fest, boom, boom, bop them, bop them type game with a bunch of field goals and a bunch of pass attempts that just equal to nothing, just air. And, uh, you know, it's going to be great football because it's going to put money in our pockets. Uh, definitely check me out over on uh, X at Crispy Captain 2Ps2Ns. 
enjoy the Thursday night game. And, uh, you know, we'll be back here shortly to break down uh, week seven uh, player props for the weekend as well. Yes, sir. We shall be back later in the week for uh, week seven Sunday games as usual. Rod, any parting thoughts, my friend? No, sir. Just uh, again, like you said, looking forward to a Thursday night football game. Looking forward to the rest of this uh, NFL week. A lot of good stuff. Looking forward for a bounce back for San Francisco. Uh, need need this. It's a big game. Big game because we can't lose two in a row. Uh, but yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah, find me on X at RJ Via Gomez. Link in the bio. And everything I got going on. Of course, NASCAR season's winding down, but we are still going hot and running hot. So uh, all three series in action. Make sure you check that out and uh, have some fun with us. Yes, sir. Again, make sure you follow these guys on X slash Twitter, whatever we may call it. Absolutely crushing it uh, as we wind down not only NASCAR season, but um, NASCAR season winding down. But hey, NBA season uh, starting next week. So me and myself, myself and Chris are going to be ramping up for that for the propcast as well. Again, uh, don't forget about the contests that are happening on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Number one, the Second Chance Survivor. Uh, so if you already got knocked out or if you want to just join another survivor pool here, 3000 guaranteed uh, to the winner, winner takes all. And then I'll seal the NFL gambling podcast uh, uh, reviews um, contest as well. Uh, leave us a five-star review. Hopefully it is a five-star review. Give some kind words and also put it in your touchdown prop bets, but make sure you also include the odds because we are picking uh, the winner is going to be the one with the highest odds. And also your ma- make sure you subscribe to the NFL gambling podcast, YouTube channel as well. Those are the two stipulations, but again, $3 gift card to the merch store. a lot of great stuff on our merch store. Shout out to Jake Paquin. Who's been absolutely crushing it with the, uh, our merch store. Uh, so again, de- uh, definitely get into both of those contests. All right. We'll be back later this week for NFL week seven Sunday games till then. Good luck with your bets. Let's break these books off and let it, Right.